Welcome to the High Performance Health Podcast with your host, Angela Foster. The show where we talk about everything you need to break through limits and achieve a high performance mind, body and lifestyle. This is a magical episode with Stephanie Bellinger that explores the spiritual side of high performance and I'm really excited to share this with you. Stephanie Ballinger is a spiritual mindset and success coach for and creator of Spiritual Boss Babe, the booming community and podcast serving tens of thousands of spiritual entrepreneurial women across the globe. Stephanie has been on a mission helping women create a life and business that sets their soul on fire and shift into the greatest version of themselves. The woman who already has it all, the success, the income, the confidence, the thriving business of their dreams. We had some connection issues at the very beginning of this podcast, but we pick up with the answer to my first question to Stephanie about how important mindset is to achieving success and why we often seem to get in our own way in pursuit of happiness. I hope you enjoy this episode, and if you do, please leave a review and share it with someone you think it might benefit. Well, I believe that, well, success is created from the inside out, and if, you know, your mindset isn't in the right place, like if you don't believe in yourself and you're not being the you who's already quote unquote there, then it's going to be harder for you to get there. It's going to you know take longer. You'll have a lot more ups and downs along the way. Not to say that we don't, but like that critical piece of really shifting your subconscious beliefs and your subconscious identity is huge. And so I do that a lot with my clients and students through a lot of different ways, mainly uh, hypnosis and EFT for okay. the deep inner work is something big that I really started incorporating a lot more and people have been getting like really rapid shifts from that alone and just bringing more awareness to what their stories are in their mind. Like what are their stories around success? What are their stories around money? What are their stories around, you know, who they are as a person, stories Mm -hmm. that aren't serving them so that when they can become more aware of that, it's much easier to shift them and say, oh, wait, actually that story is not serving me or I am not that story. So, you know, who do I need to be to get to where I'm going? And how do I break free of that? Yeah. Um, So with um, hypnosis, I'm just curious, is that something that you only do in a one-on-one consultation or can you do that in a group setting as well? I have uh, hypnosis recordings that I made. I can do them either one-on-one with my people, but I also have recordings for like group courses or group uh, programs, several different recordings for um, different things like abundance, feeling worthy, um, so many different things, creating success in your business. Yeah, manifestation, yeah. And so with somebody who um, was part of your group, for example, and they were downloading the recordings, if they wanted to make a shift, say, from a limiting mindset to an abundant mindset, how would they go about that? How often would they need to listen to that hypnosis recording um, to make those transformations? Because you're breaking old patterns effectively, aren't you, on a subconscious level. What do you find in terms of doing that, how it works and how often they need to do that? I always recommend doing it as often as possible. Even if it's something you add to your daily routine, it only takes like 10 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually created a program called Mind Shift Magic, and that's like a 21-day thing where 
each day they get uh, either a hypnosis or an EFT tapping video and a journal prompt every day for 21 days to get into the habit of doing that because of that, the purpose of retraining your brain because the subconscious learns from repetition. Mm -hmm. So obviously the best way to imprint new beliefs and new feelings and a new energy even is through the repetition and the like consciously doing the things that are going to help you do that. And the reason why hypnosis is so powerful is because it, it gets you into a trance state. And when you're in a trance state, it's easier to make new suggestions to the subconscious part of your mind that is actually running the show in waking life in normal life your subconscious isn't always like wide open, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just easier to imprint the new beliefs. Sure. And do you find that um, when people are doing it, they almost, they've obviously to a degree, they've got to let go and that recording will help them get into that state. Um, But presumably the more kind of entrenched those patterns of thinking are, perhaps the longer it takes for people to make that shift. Uh, It really depends on the person. I don't really... I think there's a certain time frame. I've had people who literally have listened to, I had one person who said, who said she listened to one of my free hypnosis and she, or she gave one of them to her friend to listen to one time. And the next day he manifested $10,000. Amazing. Yeah. Like, wow, so it so really powerful. So time is like irrelevant. It's just like it, it, everyone's different but it's just like being open to allowing yourself to shift, like being open and ready and saying, you know, I'm like, I'm ready to call in what I want into my life and Mm -hmm. I'm ready to, you know, get out of my own way. And I am ready to learn and realize that I am not these old patterns and old stories. That's not me. That's not you. You know what I mean? Like we are who we get to, who we, we want to be and and there's patterns and paradigms and things running in the background of the computer which is our brain that are running the show and people don't even really notice it and so it's like bringing that awareness and hypnosis the reason why it's so powerful like I said it gets you in the trance state but also like in the beginning there's a you know it's a good portion of it is getting you there like the induction part of like really Mm. relaxing your whole body, relaxing your whole, like everything, and just focusing on what is, you know, being said. Do you find that that also, that process really helps in terms of bringing people the clarity that they need to drive their business forward? It can, yeah, because once you're being the you, Mm. right, the you who's already where you want to be, once you start really embodying that in the physical by just your habits, your new habits and stuff and the way you're being, you start to act, you start to take better actions, right? Like when you're being you who's already there, if you, you know, just pretended, you know, the saying act as if it's not, it's not really act as if it's like be as if like, you know, if you just went about your day and said, you know what, I'm not going to let anything external determine how I feel on the inside. I feel freaking abundant. I feel successful. I feel freaking amazing on the inside. No one can take my inner peace from me. And, and you know, that comes from within. If, when you like really be that and show up in that, then you're going to take different actions. 
your right to grow your business mm. to you would know, do whatever right like maybe you'll show up more bold because you'll be like you know in the energy of you know I'm freaking killing it like you know getting people amazing results making a lot of money making a big impact showing up in that energy you're going to do doing things differently and not only are you going to do things differently because you're going to take aligned action mm-hmm. and action from alignment is the 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 only kind of action yeah. anyone should really be taking. Yeah, for sure. If we take an aligned action and then also when you're in that state of flow and alignment, which is the balance of feminine and masculine energy, then things start to happen unexpectedly as well. And that's why I always tell people like, you know, things don't always need to make logical sense. Mm-hmm. Everyone's always looking for the how. Everyone's chasing the how and the when. And that usually can create resistance because well, most of the time that, that'll create resistance. Mm. You're always wondering how, how do I do this? How do I do this? Instead, if more people just focus on being and then doing from alignment and getting into that beautiful magical space called flow, then things can happen expectedly and unexpectedly. Opportunities can show up out of nowhere. Like you can land a high-end client like the next day or the same day, for God's sake. You know, you can just, things just happen. Maybe the opportunities come to you. You get these downloads and, or, or I'm sorry, ideas, inspiration. You just get this nudge to create this program or, you know, make this video and that video leads to you signing on like five clients, you know, because you're showing up in this energy of like really owning like what you're doing and, you know, being confident. It's the same thing as like someone showing up, like not believing in themselves and you could feel it in their energy. You could see it in their body language, like for example, on video or something. And we've all been there. Like I've been there, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. someone showing up and they're, you know, they're doubting themselves or they feel insecure and like, you know, you could feel it in their body language. You could hear it in their voice. I know when I look at my first videos, I'll see, (laughs) I'll, I'll I'll be like, damn, I sound so different now. Like back then I, I, my voice was like so much more quiet and like monotone and like now I'm like moving my hands all around. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. And people can feel that energy. Yeah. um, I was watching an amazing um, program actually all about the energy of cells and the mm-hmm. electrons around the cell and I forget who it was that was showing you but they were giving the example to show the space within us and how much that energetic field is important was that mm-hmm. if you imagine the center of the cell being an apple then the nearest electron is like two kilometers away and that's mm-hmm. the space for the energetic field in terms of like this is where I think spirituality and quantum physics meet because oh God, it's, it's that magnetic field, isn't it? It's so fascinating, and how you attract so that. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 so true. You're almost like you can put the thought out there, but then you're magnetizing that energy and that abundance to you. And as you yeah. say, there's no technical way of doing it. Is it is that energy and that feeling? There's not, and it is quantum physics. I call it quantum manifestation, even yeah. because it, it's totally a blend of quantum physics and spirituality. I mean, it it is one and the same if you think about it. And I look at manifestation, not necessarily always as like creating something, but more like you shifting into that reality and collapsing the timeline, you know, and like bringing that reality into your now. And the only way we can do that is to be uh, the, the the version of us who's already living that reality. And this doesn't mean you need to go out and like, you know, spend all your money or whatever, you know, (laughs) But like, this is a feeling, this is a vibration. And so is abundance and, you know, all this stuff, everything is. And so it's like, well, okay, how can I 
tap into that feeling every day. How can I make that my job every day to tap into that feeling? And to, you know, it doesn't mean you need to feel like that 24 seven either Mm. because we're human. We can feel whatever, you know, feel your emotions, but like, you know, how can you find that feeling each and every day of abundance of peace, inner peace, because your inner world creates your outer world or shifts your outer world. And, you know, it's like, it's almost like you need to take that step first. Like you need to go there first when for manifestation to happen. I don't believe in the whole like, you know, sit back and, you know, of course things can happen unexpectedly, like I said. Yeah. However, like, like you need to go there first as in like stretch your comfort zone, challenge your identity, right? And, and take the aligned action before you feel ready and then things fall into place. It's like, you know, jump and the net will appear. Yes. And believe, having that self-belief. It's funny because I, I know, for example, with my own, because I've got three children, I look at the way that they are in childhood and we start to lose that as we get older. So at the moment, my kids are just, they're dreamers, you know, they're like, when I grow up, I will have this. And we, all, we were all there, you know, living into that experience. I'm going to have this job. I'm going to have this wealth. I'm going to have this car. I want to live in this place. I want, you know, my, my eldest wants a private island. And then it's weird because mm-hmm. then you turn into like, sort of, you go beyond teenage into an adult. And then everything starts to change. You, you sort of, you wonder whether you really can have it all. Um, and it's almost um, igniting that sort of inner childlike fire as well, I think, totally. that's there. It is. Yeah. Yeah, because when you're a child, like, it's like, you don't, you don't have like, you, well, you know, before you're age eight, like, that's when most of your beliefs are formed anyway. Yeah. Um, but like, you have that like wonder that, that, you know, nothing's really holding you back, you know? And then as you grow up, it's like those beliefs or those stories, those experiences that have been lodged into your subconscious play out later on in life in other ways, in so many other ways, and can really hold you back. And, you know, mo- like it's like stuff that's been passed down from your parents, stuff that's been passed down from like just your experiences, your family, your teachers, society, mm. the people who are trying to control the world, yeah, <laughs> like everything. So you know, many people, and it's like by the time you, you know, get to eighteen, that's the thing, isn't it? So many people have played a part in that formation. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, so the best thing you could do is I the way I like to say is, you know, like question everything. I question everything, even my own you know, stories and my own constructs that I'm not even maybe aware of that might be playing out. Question everything. But don't question yourself, like your truth, you know, like second yeah, guess yourself. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing as well. You do help women as well, help them get that inner sense of confidence. How do you mm-hmm. encourage that growth? Um, because for some people, or do you think that comes naturally with shifting your mindset into one of abundance? Um, there's still, for some people, it's difficult, isn't it? To sort of put themselves out there if you like. Yeah. And confidence is something that I've struggled with my whole life. So I talk about it all the time. Um, I believe that we all have confidence. Like if you go back to what you were just saying, the whole inner child thing, Mm. if you let your inner child come out and play, you know what I mean? Like you didn't have any like inhibitions or like any whatever. And then we, we start to get self-conscious you know, of who we are and what we should look like or what, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. like when you're going through school, especially for me and not for everyone's experience, but I became like really shy and mute in school. Like, and I mean mute, like I wouldn't talk to anyone by like middle school 
I've switched schools a bunch of times. So I didn't know a lot of people and I just felt like, I don't know, whatever. I just became really shy and I felt safer for whatever reason to like not show myself and to be quiet than to just be myself. And people made fun of me and all this stuff. And like for a long time, it took me like a while to get out of that. But the real me, the me who I always was like with my close friends or with my family was always like this really funny, silly, goofy, like I wouldn't shut up. So like I knew that's not who I was, but that is a part of what was playing out for me. And it played out in a lot of areas later on in life. Um, you know, especially like I was also in an abusive relationship when I was 14 to 20. And wow. that was like, that was like the pivotal point of my spiritual awakening. And I, you know, because I had such a low self-confidence, I believe like, you know, I, I was not led to that experience, but you know, my self-esteem was like, it was not non-existent. Mm. And that experience only made it worse. So I also had someone in my face every day, <laughs> like telling me shit that was like really belittling. And um, I think that's so hard in terms of that effect that it has. It's almost worse than the physical aspect because that kind of mental uh, oh, yeah. abuse, if you like, it just and breaks it you down. Really, was it? It was really wow. bad. Like it was like it was like hell, you know, it was torture. It was like traumatic. It was horrific. And like, that's why I do everything that I do for not like, it really stems from that, the, the, that experience, like having to get my mind back because, you know, some people aren't familiar with the cycle of abuse or with like how that dynamic plays out. A lot of people are like, Oh, well, you know, why, do, why do women, you know, even stay with people like that? It's their fault, blah, blah, blah. You know, like mm. you hear that a lot. And, you know, in reality, um, yeah, we all have a choice, of course. Yeah, maybe if I didn't have, you know, if I didn't have like a huge uh, or zero confidence or self-worth before getting into that, I may not have tolerated it. However, you know, there's this uh, cycle of manipulation, of psychological manipulation, physical abuse, and a lot of other um, things within it that actually pretty much basically brainwashes you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Think of hypnosis in yeah. the negative way. Yeah. And it's like this cycle of, you know, fear, uh, really not feeling good enough, being broken down, having someone say these things to you. And like, it's like, it was like, I had to get my mind back during that time. Cause there's, of course there was part of me who was like, what the hell am I doing in this? Like, I need to get out of this, but I felt like I couldn't get out of it. I felt stuck. I felt powerless. I was also scared for my life and I was scared oh my for my family's safety. It was like all this dynamics of stuff. So I found my spirituality back then and I started meditating and I started working out. That's how, when I started my fitness journey, my fitness journey was my purse, my first, um, taste of personal development during that time I was like okay man like I have to I have to build the strength to get out of this relationship because right now I feel stuck I feel powerless I don't feel like I can do I can do this I'd rather die like wow. that's how I felt and so I started my fitness journey and then I realized the power of like that I have to control like not control to change my reality and through weight loss I lost 60 pounds in six months and then I built so much confidence and one of my intentions behind that was to build the inner strength as well to leave that relationship. And during that time, I also um, got into meditation and spirituality and woo-woo stuff. 
and angels and I started meditating every morning for like 20 minutes. And how and did you I get started... into that? Like, first of all, what was instrumental kind of going from fitness to getting into that more spiritual side? Well, that um, was always part of me. I've okay. always been really into the woo stuff. And I think it was like around the same time, I would say the meditation and the fitness came together. That kind of. Um, but it was mainly because I kept asking for help, like asking the universe and God, you know, I was yeah. like, please help me get out of this. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't like, I, I feel stuck or either help me get like at one point I was like, either help me get out of this or like, I'd rather die. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and it was a really dark time, but going back to the question of yeah. confidence, <laughs> I know I got off such a tangent, but, um, that helped me build confidence. Um, taking care of myself, doing things for me through fitness, through meditation. Um, those are two things that I still take with me today that, are, you know, have really helped me uh, remember who I am. Okay. Remember who I am. And it really helped me um, get my mind back back then as well. And so going forward, even later on in life, some things still played out. Of course, I had a long journey of healing and shifting. But the, the one thing that I tell people when it comes to building confidence is number one, you have to do, do stuff for yourself every day. Like, you know, that makes you feel good. That make that like shows you that you love yourself, your self care routine, something for your mind, body, and soul. Mm. Um, and number two, get out of your comfort zone because this is my favorite quote that I always say, I feel like I made it up. I don't know, but I'm just going to claim it is Go that <laughs> action builds confidence and crushes fear. Action builds confidence and crushes fear. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. Yeah. So like when, after I left that relationship, I had these big dreams, you know, like mm. I want to live life on my own terms. I want to be free. I don't want anyone to tell me what to do, how to do it, when to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, no. So that's, you know, my entrepreneurial spirit was, you know, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, but it was like full force after I left that relationship. And then I saw the confidence stuff come up in other ways. I moved to New York city when I was started growing my business and doing my things. Um, I felt it coming up and I literally just had to remind myself that getting out of my comfort zone is going to help me build confidence. When I first started going, like I said, when I first started going on live videos and stuff, I knew that I was nervous. I had all those old stories coming up. Oh, you know, you're the shy girl. You're the mute girl. Like no one's going to like you. You know, all of those old stories were coming up when I first started doing videos. And, you know, I knew that the only way to prove those stories wrong was to freaking do the exact opposite yeah. and start showing up. And that's also the way to shift your identity, by the way, for those of you listening, you want to shift your identity, who you're being, your subconscious identity, and you want to step into the version of you who's already quote unquote where you want to be, mm -hmm. then you got to do things differently. You've got yeah. to change. Yeah, and that's true. And yeah. And so the more I did, I knew when I started going on videos, number one, I wanted to get my message out so badly that it, it pained me more to hold it in yeah. than not to. And I knew from past experiences that the more you do something, the better you get. Just like building a muscle, just mm -hmm. like working out, just like losing weight. The more you do it, sure. the better you're going to get, the more confidence you're going to build. And so I just kept going. And um, over time, I got way more comfortable and like way better, not even over that much time, but like 
in contrast, you know, my speaking skills got way better, like just the, my energy, the way I feel. And so when it comes to anything at the end of the day, action builds confidence. And you have to remind yourself that you are not the stories that are playing out in your mind. That's not you. Mm. you we all have inner confidence and it doesn't mean you're going to feel confident all the time either. There's even, I have moments now of like doubting myself. You know what I mean? It's mm. also part of being Everyone human. Does. Exactly. <laughs> I think people don't realize sometimes though that everybody has negative thoughts and it's almost, it doesn't matter whether it's positive or negative, it's the attachment that can be the downside. If you almost attach too greatly to something you want as well, you've almost got to believe that it can happen and be grateful for it and step into that future self, but not attach to it um, too yeah. much because then you sort of, you're getting in your own way again. And, and I don't know if you find that, but also with the negativity is if you attach to a negative thought, it starts to get power. Whereas it doesn't hold that power if you don't, if you can kind of let it go. Yeah. That it's true. Like what you focus on expands, like you, mm. where your attention is, where your attention goes, energy flows. It doesn't mean you can't have negative thoughts, but like you said, attaching to them, it's like, okay, if they pop up, you know, you can be aware of them. You can say, oh, well, what's that? Where's that coming from? You know, do I really mm. believe that? And you can start to look at it as the observer instead of getting mixed up in it. Um, and then also, yeah, like attaching to the outcome is like what most people do. Yeah. And I love how you mentioned be grateful for what you're calling in before it even arrives. Mm. Right? Like, yeah, be... gratitude is a big part of my morning, I have to say. Well, both, and morning and end of my day, I think. I'm always checking what I'm so grateful for because most people don't even recognize it until it's gone, but also grateful for what I'm creating, what I'm doing, what a difference I'm making in the world and to people. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. It's gratitude, love and gratitude are the highest vibrational frequencies. And so when you can tap into more love and gratitude, you're going to just tap into more abundance too, mm -hmm. right? And also think about your business this way. If you're going, if you're wanting to grow your business and you focus more on showing up for your people with love and gratitude and you focus more on how excited you're going to feel from them getting amazing results, I bet that's going to grow your business a lot freaking faster than focusing solely on the income you want to bring in because yes. that's the byproduct of the impact you're making. Yes, exactly. A hundred percent. And I think people can feel that energy because you know, when you're with somebody as well, you can tell just the moment where you're, you're with them, how that energy is. And I think that, you know, the people you're trying to help, they get that from you and they get that vibration and it's so important. But it's, it's interesting what you were saying when you were saying how powerful it was that the kind of the fitness side came together for you with the meditation because you kind of got the mind and the body there going together. And I, I always find mm -hmm. with people and, you know, you're the specialist in terms of the mindset stuff. I focus a lot more on the physical and that's why I was so excited to speak to you today. But I think People often don't realize that we can say, you know, where the mind goes, the body follows, but also where the body goes, the mind will follow. So if you're mm. feeling kind of quiet down and, you know, you're looking down, you're feeling a bit unconfident, if you kind of step up and just have that different posture, all of a sudden mm. the mind starts to lift. And I think there's just such that feedback the whole time yeah. between the two that you can powerfully use one or the other at any one time if you don't feel that you have access to that immediate confidence, as soon as you stand confidently, suddenly your energy and your attitude, I don't know if you find that starts to change. 
Yeah, totally. For me, I feel, uh, well, I guess it could go both ways, as you were saying. Mm. I feel like once I started to build more confidence, my posture started to yeah. change. Yeah, um, but you can do true. the opposite too. And this is why I always talk about dancing. I always like share with my people, you know, um, the fastest way to shift your energy is, in my opinion, and, and what I love to do is freaking put on a pump up song and just yeah. dance and like just be like, you know, dance like no one's watching for a couple minutes and like just have fun with it. And like, it just shifts you so fast and gets you into this, like, you know, just, I don't give a shit, like mentality. Like, you know, I don't care. Like, I don't like, you know, I'm not in my head. I'm just yeah, in my yeah. body and Music's in my heart. Music's amazing. Moment. Yeah. Mm. It's hard actually not to shift your state. If you suddenly put I on know. a great tune that you love, suddenly you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And going outside as well, I find like nature walks yeah. and just being in outside in the environment makes a massive, massive difference. Oh, totally. And huge. Yeah. And in terms of visualization itself, so we, you were talking a little bit before about how people need to be grateful for and to step into that person. How can they make that seem really real? So if somebody's sort of future pacing themselves of mm -hmm. where they want to be, how can they strongly visualize? Because I know that from my own experience of working with athletes, for example, in a lot of science shows that, you know, people, I think there was a study done with basketball players where they took two groups and one set of them had to practice, keep getting the the um, ball into the hoop and then the other group were not allowed to practice at all and all they mm. could do was to just visualize the ball going in and when then they when they then played it out the next day or a few weeks later and they were testing it the people that visualized had way more accuracy than the ones that had phys physically practiced it which was wow. extraordinary you know that just shows you the power of the mind yeah. How, what techniques do you use with people to help them visualize because I know it's something that a lot of people struggle with particularly in the beginning yeah that's really powerful that that example and it just shows you like imagination is the language of the subconscious mind and it responds to mental and emotional imagery mm. so like the best way to visualize is well first like you know get clear about what it is you're you know want to step into right like like how do you walk how do you talk like what are you doing what's around you what are you saying who's with you you know, in this, you know, image, in this, you know, reality, right? Mm -hmm. Think of like a moment in the reality, maybe a moment when you, you know, you, you hit your first $10,000 a month or something, you know, just use, always use that as an example, you know, what, it, what's going on in that moment, right? Like, you what know, does how it feel you, like? What you, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you saying? Like, what are you going to do to celebrate? Whatever. But when you're visualizing, it's best to use all of your senses, use as many senses as you can, like see it, hear it, feel it, taste it, smell it, whatever, like, you know, see what you see, yes. like really make it as real as you possibly can with your, all your senses. And if you do this, like even a couple times a day for like when you wake up or before you go to bed for even just like five or 10 minutes, it's really powerful. And I say, in the morning or evening because like your brain waves are slow more slower mm. like in those times of like just waking up or like you're about to go to bed and so if you can just stay there and just you know get into that um visual movie in your mind for five ten minutes even if you put like meditation music on or 
or like binaural, binaural beats. beats yeah yeah really powerful then like you can also have that you know that will slow your brain waves down even more to help you get into that trance state like i said with hypnosis and also meditation gets you into a trance state mostly too um and just if you make that part of like your something that you do your routine it'll like really shift things yeah for sure fast yeah for sure and do you use um journaling so that people can kind of celebrate their wins each day so that they feel like they're making progress do you encourage people to sort of make notes on what they've achieved that day um yeah like celebrating your wins also of course like really setting intentions like journaling for everything and like mm. <laughs> setting intentions celebrating your wins um and not really... editing it that's the thing as well but yeah not editing it sometimes people want to edit what they're going to write because they almost don't want to put the feelings on paper. Um, yeah. I always encourage my clients just be free when you journal because it's for you. Yeah, and just like flow right. Mm. You know, sometimes I'll like to flow right even and connect to the me who's at my next level mm-hmm. and like ask questions in my mind and then just flow right the answers. And it usually offers a lot of really insightful guidance. I also look at it as connecting to your higher self. Yes. What are the and, top questions that you would encourage people to ask to do that? Are there, are there like a set of questions that you would ask yourself when you're journaling? Um, it depends. Like, like if you're wanting to, you know, really, you know, manifest something or get to a different level in your business or whatever, I would like one of my favorites is like if I already had X, Y, Z, or if I already was making this, 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 or my business was already blah, 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 what would my beliefs be? What would mm-hmm. my stories be? What would mm-hmm. my habits be? What, you know, just because you're creating the new identity in that mm-hmm. way. Does that make sense? Yeah, completely. Because it allows you to then really step into that person. I, yeah. think, I think that's what Tony Robbins says, actually, that he created Tony yeah, Robbins, because the one we see today. Yeah, exactly. You do have to create it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, I think maybe people don't always, yeah, always realize that. Um, and as part of your program, do people, do you do uh, guided meditations for people as well as part of that? Yeah. yeah. Well, for most of, I mean, for my, for most of my programs, there's guided meditations, there's hypnosis. On my live programs, like my mastermind, I, I walk them through stuff like live usually. And it's really powerful, you know, and I actually do like, I like that you brought up the inner child stuff because I actually do incorporate that in okay. what I do with them as well because I feel like that's a huge part of it of like really just like letting go of old stuff that's like not serving you and letting your inner child come out and play more because the more fun you have like the easier everything is that's that's how you get into flow yeah for sure and the more open you are to experiences Mm -hmm. yeah you only have to look at a baby to see that I think kind of not, (laughs) not like a really young baby but like one that's kind of eight nine months old they're so mystified by everything you know, everything's yeah. new. It's such a kind of, it's a beginner's mind effectively, isn't it? I think we all have to have a beginner's mind in life because that's what facilitates that growth. Because as you were saying, even when you hit a certain level, then you can go higher and higher and higher. There's no end. Yeah. And so you yeah, want to keep growing. Always, yeah, you're going to keep growing. There's still going to be stuff that you need to work through. And there's going to be a new identity that you need to shift into. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Like the yeah, identity, sure. like there's going to be a new you that you're going to be stepping into every time 
you know, it's not like a end all be all thing. We're always evolving. We're always growing, we're always expanding. And there's probably going to be things that come up that need to be, you know, you need to dig them out in order for you to um, really shift into that. And that's fine. And that's great. And that's part of the journey. Like, but let's be here right now in the present moment and enjoy the ride because the magic is in the journey. Yes. Like look at all the lessons you're going to be learning in this journey that it's like, this is like the, the, the quest. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Well, it's almost like as well, when you, when you're doing something like say you've been involved in a program or a sport or something, when it ends, you're kind of like, Oh, and then what? Because actually that whole journey and people forget along the way, because they're so busy trying to get to the end, just how amazing that journey is. And as you say, it's the enjoyment and the personal growth that comes with it. Yeah. Um, and huge. we're always going to be on a journey until the day we die too. Yeah. Yeah, or rather growing or, di- or dying effectively, aren't Yeah, we? exactly. That's why mm. it's always good to continue to strive for a, your next level or a new goal or whatever. You know, don't stop. Yeah, for because sure. the whole point of living is to, you know, just to continue to grow and expand. It makes life more exciting, more magical, like more exhilarating, you know, if you ask me. Yeah, no, I agree completely. And in terms of, I know, um, I want to talk a little bit about the business side just because you have been so successful in what you've done and you have so many followers and it's such a such a big community of literally tens of thousands of women on Facebook um Mm -hmm. what would you say to people who are looking to grow that community or to expand their community what are the things that have been most instrumental in that process um yeah so the number one thing I will always tell people and like (laughs) ingrain it into their head is consistency Mm. is number one like you've got to be consistent like even if you know when I first grew my Facebook group we have almost 30,000 women in there now when I first started it obviously I started with like a few people Mm -hmm. you know and so I was consistently showing up consistently showing up as the me who already had thousands of people in there and you know just the same concept as what I was sharing is what I applied but I also of course because I was showing up like that, I got ideas that helped me grow it even more. Oh, okay, let's, you know, do a free challenge that, you know, teaches them how to do this, this, and this, and started sharing it and telling people to invite people to, if that, if that they knew who would want to join it. And then, you know, I started getting this kind of domino effect. Um, also, I think that the live video is like, you know, key. Yeah, <laughs> I say that a lot too. And some people don't like live video. You know, if it's, if you're totally not aligned with live video, that's a different story. But if it's fear, then you need to get over that fear. If you want, really want to make a big impact and grow your business, mm. you know, because people um, can connect with you so much more quickly on yeah. video because they see you like, and way, they hear you and yeah, such way faster. So Facebook live really helped. Um, being consistent with that, you know, encouraging people to encouraging members in the community to connect, asking questions, starting conversations, um, having contests. Like I started getting different ideas and it just grew rapidly. The first year there was, it got to maybe like almost 2000 the first year. And then the second year it went from 2000 to almost 30. Amazing. Yeah. And, and that so, was the all and- organic growth from... Yeah, I never did any ads. Amazing. No, um, and I barely promoted it. Like I, I believe it attributes to well, number one, obviously my energy and intentions mm. and the community vibe, um, and also I really had in mind like what do I want people to feel like 
for being in my group. Like, what do I, what, why, like, what do I want them to feel from being in this community? Mm-hmm. What do I want them to get out of it? You know, like, why should they want to come here mm. and engage in here and be in here? You know, and so I had those intentions in mind and just got really creative with how I showed up and it just started growing like crazy. Like literally, I'm not joking. Like a th- there was one point, it was like uh, more than a thousand people a month. It was like a thousand people every week almost for like for a little bit. It was like wow, crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and, uh, also, also like making it really easy to know that you have a community mm-hmm. if you're wanting to grow like a Facebook group. So what I did was like, I have in my cover photo on my Facebook page, um, it'll say like, join the spiritual boss, babe community, click here. And when they click on the cover photo, it brings them to my group just as an added thing, but like mm. make it known that you have a group. Don't keep it a secret is what I'm saying. You yes. know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so people can go and they can share it yeah, as well with their friends. It, and Yeah. It's funny because I, it's interesting because I did a lot of stuff. I hosted a lot of challenges and, you know, but I feel like the more I talked about how awesome my group was, even before, like, before, like or as it was growing, every every time we hit a new thousand, like, oh, we hit 2,000, oh, we hit 3,000. Every time, like, I would talk about it, like, all over my social media and, like, be all excited, like, I feel like it grew more. Okay. Like, it was Amazing. weird. But, um, so, yeah, hosting challenges is a really great way to grow your community. I think that's one of the best ways. Yeah. Doing, like, five-day challenges, putting yourself out there, giving people a reason why to join your community. And also another really powerful tip is to make the name something, you know, that's inclusive Mm -hmm. that speaks to their identity. Because then also you're, you're attracting the right people in because you want the Mm -hmm. right community of people um, in that group to support each other. Yeah. So when people join my group, a lot, I have questions that I, that they answer when they join and a lot of times it's like when it says like, well, what inspired you to join? They'll say like where they found out about it or they'll, and they'll say like, because I'm a spiritual boss, babe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is exactly who you want, right? Yeah. Yeah. It must be an amazing to have that sense of community among those people as well. Yeah. Um, because they can support each other through their challenges and the community at that stage just takes off on its own in, in yeah, any event, it doesn't it? To, yeah. 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 Especially when you, because people are engaging with each other too, it just becomes like, it's like, it's a beautiful thing to build a community around your brand and like Mm. it makes, it's more powerful. Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, thank you so much for coming on. So where can people find you, Stephanie, and find out about all that you offer? Thank you you so much for having me. (laughs) Uh, It's been amazing. Yeah, um, people can find all my stuff at spiritualbossbabe.com or obviously in my Facebook group. It's called Spiritual Boss Babes on Facebook. Great. Spiritual Boss Babes. Yeah. And I'll link to all of that in the show notes as well so people know exactly where to go. But thank you so much for coming on and and sharing that that magic. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I think it's inspired a lot of people. And uh, yeah, amazing. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Remember to review and subscribe. You can grab the show notes, the resources and highlights of everything Angela mentioned over at AngelaFosterPerformance.com. You can also snatch up plenty of other goodies, including the highly helpful Angela Recommends page, which is a list of everything she personally recommends to optimize your mind, body and lifestyle.